Welcome back to She Got Next. Episode five is already here. That feels crazy to say. Dallas, thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So there's a lot to talk about today, of course. The first thing that comes to my mind is TCU women's basketball. I genuinely feel bad for this team. They're kind of having a season like UConn. They started off 14-0. and They had a very strong start. But unfortunately, their team keeps getting hit with injuries. Jaden Owens just announced that she's done with collegiate basketball because she tore her ACL. Now another player today, Deja, announced that she's injured and she's out for the season. And so they had to cancel two of their upcoming games because they didn't have enough players to go on the court. I've never seen that happen before. Have you? No, I've never seen nothing like that. I mean, it's, it sucks, you know. I mean, I, I it was one instance in the men's game uh, when Colin Sexton went to Alabama where, I mean, they didn't have enough players, but it wasn't because of, like, injury. It was, like, foul out and, and injury. It was a combination, and they had to, like, play four on five or three on five, but, like, not to the point where you can't even start the game. It's crazy. Yeah, so they had to forfeit their next two games, and then their social media team just posted they're having open tryouts. <laughs> Which is insane to, to see, but they do need it. So they announced that they're having open tryouts for any student at the university. They're eligible. They said pull up and I guess just shoot your shot with the team. Yeah. Uh, they might have a Joanna man uh, appearance. Uh, got some guys pull up dressed as women. <laughs> That would be crazy. That would be pretty cool. Interesting. All right. So next topic. I'm not sure. Did you see the tweet from the People's Choice Awards? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure you're going to tell me about it. Of course I am. So the People's Choice Awards, they tweeted talking about the athlete of the year. And so they said, which one of these nominees performed at the highest level this year? You know, vote now. And they listed Coco Goff, Giannis, LeBron, Messi, Sabrina, Simone Biles, Steph Curry, and Travis Kelsey. And that just broke Twitter, essentially. A lot of people were like, okay, you mentioned realistically the best player per sport, but when it comes to women basketball, you mentioned Sabrina Anescu, who you can argue isn't actually the best player on her team. Um, and so people on Twitter were acting up, and then Chelsea Gray quote tweeted that and said, Asia Wilson. What's your initial reaction to seeing that? Let me ask you. Um, Sabrina is a fan favorite. I mean, she she has a lot of pizzazz and you know, mm -hmm. uh, character when it comes to basketball. So, I mean, so I I pretty I understand why the other girls are like uh, Asia Wilson. Uh, she's not the best player on her team. All that stuff because they're facts. I mean, Brianna Stewart is the best player on the Liberty team. And mm -hmm. I mean, if you're gonna put Sabrina in there, you definitely should have Asia Wilson in there. Mm -hmm. uh, the champ so you know mm -hmm. uh it's only right but i mean it's people's opinions at the end of the day so people she, are going to say how they feel she is a fan favorite but the vote was for athlete of the year who's performed at the highest level so i think it's a little unrealistic to mention <laughs> lebron and simone biles and steph curry and then not mention asia wilson who is a champion from this year who was the defensive player of the year who was the finals mvp or Brianna Stewart, who was the overall uh, season MVP. So to see Sabrina, it was just kind of like a little confusing as to why they would put her in that category with those greats. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just 
it's just kind of like how the All Star game used to be or still is. It's like it's a it's a voting thing. So it's just people opinion on who they like mostly because LeBron James, Giannis, or Steph aren't the best NBA players either. The best NBA player right now is either Jokic or Embiid. Especially mm-hmm. last year, it was Jokic. So I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not even on the list. He's a little boring, but he's not a fan favorite. So, I mean, I think it's just a vote on – I don't think the criteria is correctly um, – what's the word for it? I don't think it's the criteria is correctly enforced or stated. So, mm-hmm. that, that kind of has where the discrepancy is. Yeah. That's a good point. I think uh, it's a good point to mention it could just be about the fan favorite. That is true. Okay, so moving on. This clip was everywhere. Ashlyn Watkins had an in-game dunk for South Carolina. And so she was the very first South Carolina women's basketball player to have an in-game dunk. The last women to do those dunks in the SEC were Candace Parker and Sylvia Fowles, which was basically 15 years ago. Ashlyn is the eighth woman to ever dunk in a D1 game and then only the sixth to do it twice. And if she does it three times, she will tie the record. So definitely big shout out to Ashlyn. It was everywhere. But what caught my attention, Dallas, was this Dawn Staley quote. So she said, quote, yes, the fans get really, really excited about it, but we do see her do it in practice. We see her do it in game. I think it's cool in the fact that it's normal for us. We dunk in our game. I don't think it's anything new. It's a part of our game. What do you think about that quote? Uh. I, I don't think it's just a normal part of the women's game, to be totally honest with you. Like, yeah, Don, Don Staley has, like, some – I don't know. She has some – it's like she likes a little bit of conflict. So, uh, I think that's just what the quote was more for. I mean, and I feel like she likes to feel attacked when she's not even being attacked a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't really see women dunk often. I mean, Brittany Griner dunked when she was in college. Uh mm-hmm. It's not really many dunks that women do. Uh, that's why they were talking about raising the rim down some for the women's games to make it more exciting. I don't know. I'm not opposed to that. I think it would be kind of cool to see, like, some some cool dunks from the women's game. But, I mean, the women's game is very exciting to me. As someone who really enjoys basketball and understands basketball, I feel like it's very, very more fundamental than mm-hmm. the NBA game, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Like, the girls' skill level are sometimes higher than the men's skill level because the athleticism isn't the same, and it's really beautiful to watch how just the teamwork aspect along with just the literally fundamentals and skills that the women have um, versus the men's game. I really enjoy the women's game. I go to a lot of the women's games during the year as well, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely echo what you say. When I interviewed Haley Jones from the Atlanta Dream, I asked her, I said, Patrick Beverly recently said in a podcast that he feels like the women's game is more difficult and that when he plays against WNBA players, he's like, man, these screens they're setting, these are hard. Ooh, that pick and roll, like, that was a lot. And he said that they're very skilled players. So he likes to work out with women's players because it helps raise his IQ. And she was saying that's one thing that she's realized to be the biggest difference because in the NBA, they're big, they're strong, they're athletic and not saying that the women aren't, but like you said, in the women's game, they have to focus on the fundamentals, the skills, the IQ, the gameplay. You focus on a lot more things outside of just, Oh, I'm trying to get a poster on his head. (laughs) Yeah. 
So let's transition into our athlete of the week. For me, my athlete kind of goes along with upset alert. So essentially last week we talked about how there were three teams that were still undefeated. It was South Carolina, Baylor, and UCLA. Now this week, of course, after we talk about it, after we hype them and we wish them good luck, there ended up being upsets. So before we get to upset alert, I'm, I'm just going to talk about my athlete of the week. I have two. My first one is Tiana Jackson. So she plays for Kansas. Baylor was undefeated. Kansas ended up upsetting Baylor. They destroyed them 87 to 66. So my athlete of the week, one of them is Tiana Jackson. She had 27 points and 19 rebounds. That's a strong double-double. Not 10 and 10. She had 27 and 19. So shout out to her. She really led that team. It was a very intense game to watch. My second athlete of the week is a favorite of mine, Juju Watkins. I love Juju. We talked about UCLA and how they were undefeated. But then once these two California teams went against each other, it was over with. So Juju led USC to beat UCLA. She had 32 points, 10 rebounds, four blocks, three assists, and three steals. The stat line is crazy, but it's not crazy for Juju because she always performs like this. She is a phenomenal player. She's only a freshman, and I feel like we still talk about her all the time. She's been crushing it. So shout out to Juju. Love her. Dallas, what about you? Okay. Well, my athlete of the week isn't the the biggest stat line or anything like that, but I'm going with Jemiah Mingo Young of the Auburn Tigers. It's also tied to an upset that just happened. Um, they beat LSU, uh, the big dogs, LSU at Auburn, SEC play. Um, mm -hmm. She ended up having 13 points, three rebounds, five assists, but she had two steals in the biggest steal of the game uh, in a two-point game. Angel mm -hmm. Reese decided to play kind of the point forward position on the last play, mm -hmm. had the ball at the top of the key. She drove on the smaller guard, and she stripped her clean and then went to the free throw line and knocked down the two clutch free throws to secure the win for Auburn. Uh, I just feel like being able to step up in that big moment um, in SEC play, going against one of the highly decorated players in the women's college basketball game with all the publicity and everything going for her, just to be able to step up and be able to strip the ball from her with the game on the line. Because, you know, the refs call fouls for the star players, all type of stuff like that. And mm -hmm. just being able to have no fear, uh, I feel like that was big. And then to knock down the free throws was also a uh, big reason why she earned my spot for player of the week. Yeah, it's kind of like what Coach Yo of Ole Miss said before, how she was saying when you play LSU, it's the LSU show. It's the Coach Mulkey show. So you definitely do have to give kudos to Auburn and the fact that they're like, okay, it's LSU. We're nervous, but we're not nervous. We're going to go out there, play our best, and upset this ranked team. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Auburn. So now South Carolina is the only team that is left undefeated. I'm going to knock on wood just because last time things changed right after I said this. So I'm going to knock on wood. But I'm not nervous because South Carolina, they're a very strong team. They have very strong girls. Coach Staley, she knows what she's doing out there, and they're always going to crush it. For sure. And then last but not least, Dallas, since you are our sports betting expert, would you like to give the audience a free pick? Yeah. So the free pick for this week will actually take place on Thursday, January 18th, and it'll be in the Oklahoma City game against the Utah Jazz. 
Uh, last night, the Thunder played against the Clippers, and Shea Alexander actually got shut down. Uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Terrence Mann, all of those wing defenders over there for the Clippers were able to kind of hold them under 20 points. That doesn't happen often. So, uh, And Paul George had 38. So it's like uh, Shea probably didn't sleep well last night, and he can't wait to play again, lace up his shoes. So I'm going to take Shea to score 30 points tomorrow. He's going over his point total. Utah Jazz have been on this crazy winning streak. They don't have anyone that can even think about guarding Shea. And I know how he's built. He's built to score 30 when he just had a bad game. It's no way he's not scoring 30 points tomorrow. So uh, that's what I'm going to go with Shea Gilders Alexander over his point total. And that'll be free. Super easy. Super free, super easy. Dallas, thank you so much for joining me today on She Got Next, and I will see you next Wednesday.